in today's video and the next following videos with God's help I want to make series uh, if we look into our lives which I want us to and I want us to analyze our lives carefully according to God's Word analyze it in the way that is true that is honest I want to look at procrastination we procrastinate in school in work in a lot of things in life a lot of us maybe like doing things last minute we know whether it turns out or not whether we procrastinate in school like I said and doing a test studying the night before doing homework on the last day um, it's a personal problem and we need to admit it that procrastination it, it's a problem of, of me I can't blame somebody else for more for my procrastination I can't blame my friends my family it's myself that I have to look at and so I want to first define this word procrastinate because we need to define what that is we need to know what that means most of you guys already know what that means but just to have a all the same foundation so we're on the same page here procrastinate according to the dictionary is to delay or postpone an action it's to put off doing something an example is if today I was told to wash the dishes and I procrastinate for whatever reason whether I'm tired I'm lazy I have no time or another reason and I do it the next day whether I do it the next day or not I procrastinated already and not doing it the day that I was supposed to be doing it and so I want to look at procrastination in the Bible and yes don't go looking through the Bible for the word procrastinate because I want to tell you it's not in this word but we have biblical definitions and things that talk about procrastination and putting off things of delaying in things of ignoring things neglecting things and so I want to look at four things the first one in this video with God's help we'll talk about repentance which is a very important first step of a person coming to Christ or a Christian repenting from their sin and how we should not procrastinate it in that the next time that we will have we'll talk about forgiveness and how we should not procrastinate in forgiveness the third one is going to be ministry whether joining a ministry or doing things in a ministry and then finally we will close with a topic that needs to be talked about especially during this time and it's about the preaching of the gospel of how we cannot procrastinate that and if there are more topics that come to mind in regards to procrastination then we'll continue to do so but today like I said we we'll look at repentance and so my emphasis today is don't put off repenting do not put it off do not say I'll do it tomorrow do not say I'll do it later and we'll look at those reasons today we'll look at why it's so important to repent we'll look at the consequences of not repenting and we'll look at how we don't procrastinate what are we supposed to do what does repentance look like and so first off we need to understand what is repentance we need to understand what it means to God why is it important and if we look at second Peter chapter 3 verse 9 Peter writes the Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise as some count slowness but is patient toward you not wishing that any should perish but that all should reach repentance in this third chapter Peter challenges or talks about an issue that's been around and even today we see it in chapter 3 Peter writes that they said in the prophets during the times of the prophets that the Lord is going to come near the Lord is near the Lord is coming back and he still never came back he's still not back he came the first time he redeemed his people but when is the second time of his coming and so 
in referring to this in this context, he's saying he's not slow to fulfill his promise, the promise of coming back for his church. He's not slow, he'll surely do. But why does it count maybe as slowness? We see God's heart, God's goal, God's desire, God's will is that he's patient towards us, that none should perish, that we should come to know him, that we should come into repentance, that we should give our lives to him. And so now understanding that repentance is the will of God. It's not just something for somebody else. It's not a, should I repent? It's a, we need to repent because of who God is, knowing that God is holy. And we can look into a lot of different reasons. I just want to skimly and shortly talk about the importance of repentance. It's because God can't stand sin. And to go into God's presence, to get to God, we need to go through Jesus Christ. There needs to be repentance of humility, of being washed by the blood of the Lamb, which is Jesus Christ. And so we understand now that it is important, that it is God's will, that He does not desire or will that any should perish, but that would come to the knowledge of Him. So why do some, why do I procrastinate in repenting? There's many reasons, and several of them are, I still got time. It's not that bad. I want to put my life together. My focuses, my goals, my priorities in life right now are not set on Christ. They're worldly. I need to get a career. I need to maybe get married. I need to figure things out of life. But Christ, that's something for a later time. I know I have this sin maybe, but not right now. I still got time. Maybe we compare ourselves to others, which we often do. And we say, well, this person is doing worse or this person is doing better. And so maybe we get discouraged. But another reason is maybe the way that we live our lives. We look at our sin, not as sin. Like I said, it's not that bad. Everybody else does it. And so we justify our sin. That's one way of looking at it. The other extreme is looking at ourselves once again, but looking at our filth, looking at our dirtiness and saying, Man, I'm too dirty for Christ. I don't deserve Christ. Christ doesn't deserve me. I, I don't belong to Christ. I'm too far gone. I'm too sinful. And so we don't repent. And so we have this hardened heart. But I need to, I want to urge us to repent. My message today, if you would get anything, is that we would repent and not put it off. And another reason might be pride. We think we're too good. We think maybe we're holy. We don't need repentance. And so we need to repent. But what if we don't repent? What are the consequences to our procrastination? Because like in all these topics that we will be looking at, there is consequences to everything that we do, especially in procrastination. And so I want to clear out that there's two types of repentance. There's, like I said, a sinner coming to Christ and they're repenting, they're turning away from the world to God. And then there's a Christian who falls in sins and repents. And so in Romans chapter 2, verse 3 to 5, Apostle Paul writes, Do you suppose, O man, you who judge those who practice such things and yet do them yourself, that you will escape the judgment of God? Or do you presume on the riches of His kindness and forbearance and patience, not knowing that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance? But because of your heart and impenitent heart, you are storing up wrath for yourself on the day of wrath, when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. And here the word impenitent means unrepentant heart. Because of your heart and unrepentant heart, because you are unwilling to repent, you are storing up wrath for yourself. You are doing no good to yourself. 
You are deceiving yourself and lying to yourself if you say, I still have time. You're lying to yourself if you say it's not that bad because you're storing up wrath for who? For yourself. And that's the key here. Not for somebody else. You won't be able to blame the pastors, the deacons, your parents, your friends, or anybody else in your life for your state, for your unrepentant heart, for your procrastination. You'll have to give an answer for yourself and you will store up wrath for yourself who God will judge you and me. We will give an answer for ourselves. And so there's two things that could possibly happen. God, by his mercy and grace, causes us, will forcefully bring us to himself through circumstances, or we will have to pay the price for un an unrepentant heart, which is God's wrath. And so that's why we cannot put this off. And so if a sinner says, I don't need this, I'm still living a good life. My life isn't that bad. You're storing up wrath for yourself. Just because there's no punishment for you today doesn't mean that there won't be ever. God is being patient, not desiring, not willing that any should perish but have eternal life. And so it also in Revelation chapter 3 verse 3, we read, Remember then what you received and heard. Keep it and repent. If you will not wake up, I will come like a thief and you will not know at what hour I will come against you. This is to the church of Sardis. To get the context of this, Christ tells them through John that they think that they are awake. They tell themselves they are awake. They have a mask on. They maybe go to church. They do these religious things, but they are dead in the inside. And so Christ says, what you received, remember it and keep it. What have they received? They received the gospel of Jesus Christ. They believed upon it. So this is written to the church who once were followers of Jesus Christ, but something happened in their lives, whether they got busy, whether they fell into sin. And so he's calling them to repent. And what happens if they don't repent? What happens? What's the consequences of their unrepentance? Is that he will come like a thief and you will not know at what hour I will come against you. If we will continue to live in sin, if we will continue to procrastinate, to delay, to ignore God's conviction and the Holy Spirit's conviction in our hearts, God will punish us. God will discipline us. Yes, for our good. And like the word of God says, who he loves, he disciplines. But why wait till that time? And so he'll come like a thief. We will not know it. And so that's why I want to urge us not to procrastinate in repenting because we don't know when Christ will come. He'll come like a thief in an hour we don't expect. We don't know when our life will end. And so let's not wait until God some sends something our way until God brings us back forcefully through maybe pains, through suffering, when things collapse in our lives and we cry out to the Lord and we turn back. Why don't we during this time of peace, when the Holy Spirit is convicting our hearts, that we'll turn back, that we'll repent. And I want to point out that this isn't a test like I mentioned, where you can study the night before and possibly do good on the test. You can't put it off repenting because you don't know when your time will come up. You don't know when God will say it is enough. When he will come like a thief in the night for many who those are not waiting for. And so in the end, I need to repent, right? If I sent, I need to repent. But what does that look like? I don't want to just say that we need to repent, but not tell you how to. Paul Washer once in his sermon said that, he doesn't like it. It's absurd when preachers say, you need to love God. You need to love God. They look into the word of God telling us to love God, but they never show us or tell us how to love God. And so people leave the sermon listening to this message, 
fired up that they need to love God, but they get lost and they never understood how they should practically love God. And so I want to look into how we should repent. What does repentance look like? If we look into Ezekiel chapter 18, verses 21 to 23. But if a wicked person turns away from all his sins, that he has committed and keeps all my statutes and does what is just and right, he shall surely live, he shall not die. None of the transgressions that he has committed shall be remembered against him, for the righteousness that he has done he shall live. Have I any pleasure in the death of the wicked, declares the Lord God, and not rather that he should turn from his ways and live. This is what repentance looked like. It's not just confessing, it's not just saying, God, I I feel bad. God, forgive me. I confess this. And that is part of it. And in the word of God in 1 John 1, 9, it says, Confess your sin, for he is just and he will forgive you. If you confess your sins, he's just and faithful to forgive. But this is an action. This is turning away from your sin. Whether that means cutting those things off. Whether that means stop doing the things that lead and cause you to sin. And I know there are struggles. There's addictions that we may be struggling with. Let us continue to battle. Let us not give in, even if we do fall, to repent, to come back to God. The best thing that we can do is to acknowledge our depravity, to acknowledge how broken we are and say, God, I can't do this on my own. Even if we fall, we rely on God's grace because that's the promise that we have. God's freedom will be in us. For if we know the truth, the freedom will follow. And so this is another reason why we need to repent is because it is God's will. It's God's desire. He doesn't have any pleasure in people dying in sin. And so one may ask, well, why does he not stop it? Because we have a free will of choice and we choose whether to serve God or not. And so God takes pleasure in his creation when they turn to him, when they acknowledge him. And the angels and the heavens rejoice when one sinner repents. And so in conclusion to this part one, let's not procrastinate. Let's not put off repentance because there will be consequences. We do not know when Christ will come and we're going to store up wrath for ourselves. And during that time that we could have repented and been serving God, if we were put off repentance, we just wasted all that time that we could have used for God, that we could have used to maybe save souls, testify about God, be used by God. Why waste time? We have no time. We look at the time that we live in. We live in the end times. We live in a time where we will have to be ready to give an answer for our faith, when we will be have to, ready to meet Christ. And so I encourage you, when you sin, come back to Jesus, repent, don't put it off. See you in the next part, where we will be looking at forgiveness.